Well, we're back. <laughs> this is <laughs> before we before we end up talking about Madden for three hours. We'll have episodes dedicated to Madden. This is GMs for Hire. We oh, we'll definitely do that. We'll definitely have a Madden edition. But until then, this is GMs for Hire. I'm Calvin. I'm Jake. And uh, we're going to keep going with what we've been doing. We've been breaking down uh, the divisions. We're going to do the East, NFC and AFC East today. And we're starting with NFC, correct? Yes, sir. Going to kick it off with the Cowboys. Kick it off with the Cowboys. All right. The Cowboys, right now, my favorite offense to look at. It's just so aesthetically pleasing. They have, they got, they finally got Dak in, you know, they got Zeke, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb. They have pretty good offensive line. They they just got a lot, and I'm very excited. There yeah. it is. I mean, Gallup would be an amazing number two in your offense that you'd want to build around. Yeah. That speed, size, everything that you want as a guy like that. And he's your number three, really, because, I mean, CeeDee Lamb is your future more than him. And the talent's yeah. definitely there. Uh, if they had a tight end, that would be one of the insane elements of it. I've always been thinking with them. Jason Witten was like a key uh, part of their team, but he was never like a groundbreaking tight end. Yeah. But no, either way, just their reliable. offense is so insane, and their defense isn't awful. Let's say. I mean, I don't want to be mean about it. They're just not that good. I think that's their the thing holding them back, but I did like their yeah. draft a lot for what they're bringing in. I think Micah Parsons is one of the most talented players in the draft and already is the favorite for defensive player, of the year, defensive rookie of the year. Um, yep. I think they grabbed a corner in the second. Good call. I like Jabril Cox, especially getting him in the fourth, I think around yeah. sometime in mocks before he was like late second, early third. So get him in the fourth is a good value. And then just really stacking up talent where you can get it. I mean, one, two, three, four, five. The first six picks all through the fourth round are defensive players. So they know they're yeah. good. Like you said, they locked up Dak, which is the biggest mystery why it took so long, but they locked him up. And I think they're ready to run it. Worst case, they're like the Falcons, and they're just trying to outscore opponents if their defense can't help them maintain a lead. But fantasy-wise and watching a football game-wise, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, Absolutely. And I was just looking at their roster to see who they had at uh, tight end. They have Blake Jarwin and uh, Dalton Schultz, which aren't bad quality guys. But I also found out that they have a backup running back who's going to be wearing number zero this year. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Oh, I love that. I uh, <laughs> I just like seeing Jabril Cox's name on the screen. Because in Madden, <laughs> he had a hyphen zero because you couldn't put his last name in for, uh, I guess, swearing reasons. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's nice to see his full name. It was so, it bothered Which me so much. Which doesn't make sense why he's not, why you're not allowed to do that. Is there because no one else in the Fle- league with that name? Fletcher, yeah, Fletcher. Cox. Fletcher Cox is in the game. It's just so but, stupid. Yeah. But. Yeah, they really improved on their defense. You know, they I think they're ready to make a playoff push. I think Dak finally got his money that he deserved and going to make a go for it. And I really want to see them do well this year. 
even though it is Dallas and they do have, you know, no offense, some of the worst fans ever. <laughs> you know. Yeah, they're they're really annoying. One they're of the so few bullshit about a bad team. It's one of the few times I'll ever like adamantly agree with Stephen A. Smith about something. <laughs> they dropped um Vanderash or did they just not pick up his option. They didn't pick up his fifth year, I think. I don't I don't think they picked up his fifth, yeah. That I wasn't super crazy about. I thought that I mean I know they're gonna still try and work something out to sign him, but I feel like with that move, I don't think he's coming back. I think he's gonna test free agency and probably get a good deal with maybe yeah. the cap bumping up next year. But I mean, imagine him, Jalen Smith, Micah Parsons, and Jabriel Cox is now coming off the bench for you, but he'll be a good guy to spell it. They just need secondary help, really. Yeah. I think Keanu Neal, I like. I've always liked him for what he can do. He's not the elite guy. He's just one of those good safeties that I think I can plug into a defense I'd be making. But yeah. they just haven't had a good cornerback since Byron Jones, and he was a safety for them, I think. I mean, uh, switch, yeah, so. by the, well, before he left, he ended up being their safety. Yeah. Because they needed yeah, so I think help. Just, but they haven't had a lot of, you know, good man to man corners. Oh, and I think that's a big part of when they're not really staying with the team in a game or they have to keep competing and put up numbers. And I know Dak was putting up insane numbers before getting hurt last year. I think when he comes back, he's going to pick it up right where he left off. I think Zeke is going to do well. I think he plays well with a good quarterback in there because he can't really stack the box against him and let yeah. Dak just throw it like crazy, especially with all those weapons. But I think their offense will be a high-powered offense. I just think they need to put a little more focus into some pieces on defense. Um, there were some guys at corner I feel like they could have gone after to sign that wouldn't have been well, too expensive. Yeah. They also kept getting screwed in the draft. True. They, they, everybody got taken right before them. Uh, Sertain got taken at nine, and they were at oh, 10, so they moved back. Morhe got taken uh, in the second round, the pick right before them. So that made it hard. I think they were really relying on the draft. I don't think that's why they signed anybody. Yeah, that could be like the left tackle situation for a lot of teams. Yeah. Like I like Kelvin, jo uh, Kelvin Joseph. I don't think he's yeah. a bad uh, player, but he's not your number no. one coming in. He'd yeah, be your no. number two behind a veteran who can show him some things, give him some easier coverage to face, and really yeah. face it that way. But, uh, yeah, they probably were. I mean, like you said, Horn, Sertain, and then Dallas was next, and they traded back a couple because I think they were just kind of screwed Scrambling. out of that spot anyway. Yeah. Yeah, they were trying to get some value for that pick because they were in the top 10, but the, who they wanted in the top 10 was gone. Yeah. What, uh, what would you uh, guess for their record this upcoming year? So... I was looking at all of the schedules. Uh, I have them tied. I have them. I have them as the division champions at with nine and eight. I could see them anywhere from six and eleven to eleven and six. It's just okay. one of those things where I mean, it's the NFC East. So we don't know what that was going to happen, but they have yeah. so much potential on offense. I think that could put them over the top for a few more wins on the average. I think their defense could let them down. And yeah, that's what I think. One bad play. That's why I don't I have just, them winning 10 games. I don't think their defense is going to be able to get them there. 
Yeah, so that's going to be the tough thing of it all. Like, I think that's a good ceiling for them. Would be an 11-win season. I think they could really do that with their potential. But the defense is probably going to hold them back. And I don't even think if they make the playoffs, I don't think they make a big run with it because of the defense. You don't have enough yeah, pressure absolutely. there, enough to lean on They don't have enough there. to get to the quarterback. They don't have enough shutdown for the weapons or anything. They have linebackers that can, you know, cover your tight ends and your running back potentially. But other than that, wide receivers are just going to run ragged. Yeah, like put them against the Bucks. Tight ends yeah. might be able to hold them in check. Receivers, no answer. And that's mm-hmm. how they're going to win it. Yeah. So, Dallas. A lot of talent, a lot of holes. Basically, exactly. same review as the last five-plus years for them. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to take us to Philly, right? Yeah. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Uh, I will Eagles. put a disclosure in this one. I am a big Jalen Hurts fan. I'm not saying he's the best quarterback in the league, but in the draft, I loved him, and I have hopes for him. He's okay. kind of my offensive type of a running, capable quarterback and can kind of do more things, almost in a hybrid nature, I guess, with him. But yeah. I just, I mean, their team itself isn't that great. I don't think it's, I hope it doesn't all come down on him of being like yeah. it's his fault for it all. But yeah, just... I know, I know what you mean. But it's it's a good thing that you're a big Jalen Hurts fan because I have an irrational dislike for the Eagles, and I think it's because I don't like their uniforms. Oddly, really, but, I don't mind their uniforms. Really, I don't know. There's something. What I, aspect? I, I think it's the numbers. I don't like the okay. style the numbers are. It's kind of like sh- it's kind of like shadowed. I'll give you that. It does have the black shadow behind the the green number, so I'll give you that aspect of it. Yeah, but see that that's an irrational reason to not like an entire football team. (laughs) I mean, I mean that's probably what breaks it that way, and the Eagles play and all their moves and everything don't either. Yeah, but I will say though, you know, you love Jalen Hurts. This year, we got. Devonta Smith coming in, Heisman winner, rookie season. Everybody better watch out for this kid. Oh, my goodness. He's going to be absolutely insane. If this, if they continue with the offense that they have had, if they don't you know, change up the scheme too much or the playbook, I think that this offense is perfect for Devonta Smith. I agree he's, with that. I think he he's is like so a, talented. So talented. He's gonna be he's gonna be uh better Nelson Aguilar mixed with Alshon Jeffries there, you know, go to the guy who always gets the ball, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I think he just is so reliable for Hertz. I think that's kind of what exactly. he needs there. He hit his receivers and stuff. But there weren't always times, I think, that he was getting the exact routes and everything he needed. And if you get yep. that chemistry going, then Rager drops to a two receiver. That's a good spot for him. He's not a number one, at least not yet. But that's good for him. Our Sega yep. Whiteside is now a third. Not bad. Yep. Um, Goddard and Ertz, good talents. So uh, yep. Miles Sanders, like all the talent there is a really good Detroit Pistons offense. There's not really a clear number one above the rest. Everybody yep. just does their job. Exactly. Exactly. I just, 
I think he's going to be up there for uh, rookie of the year, obviously. But I think if they play him right, he could be up there for top receiver of the year. And not not top receiver of the year, but he could be in the top 10 for the voting. I could see that. I think he's there's no one really against him for taking the number one spot from day one. I think he yeah. has the, the skills as a receiver to run everything and do everything he needs to do. And I think him and Hertz are going to have a chemistry from day one. So it's just that aspect of, and I mean, their defense is pretty good. I think their line is pretty good. I don't think the whole roster is that bad. It might just no. be a, a culture issue for them. that The team just fell apart for it. But they have a lot of potential here. And I think in the NFC oh. East, you could really see this team doing some big things because they get one or two wins the right way against a divisional opponent. Yeah. Now, what do you think they do with Landon Dickerson? Center, drafting him in the second round. They have Kelsey. Do they put him at a guard spot so they get him on the line? Do they just have him for depth? It's just I, one of those best available. You got to get him. For, I would have him for depth because while the while the Eagles have a great offensive line, they are pretty old and get hurt a lot and get hurt quite often. Um, uh, Kelsey is 34, I think. Um, that's in, in football, that's old for alignment. That's real old. Definitely. So picking up a guy like Dickerson, uh, I would just have him there for depth and have Kelsey mentor him. Um, I think that that would be great. If they really need somebody, they could try to get him into a guard spot. I think he'd do fine there. But I think just letting him, I think it's like when, a, like if the Packers, when the Packers drafted Jordan Love, all right, sit behind Aaron and learn a little bit. But that's what I would do if I was uh, in charge of Philly. I would just be like, you're going to sit here. You're going to talk to Jason. And you're going to learn as much as possible. Yeah, nothing like you said. They got a good line. If they're playing games, there's nothing really against that aspect of him sitting behind him. Uh, I like Dickerson. I mean, I watched a lot of his tape coming into the draft and everything just because he was one of those borderline first, second rounder, didn't really know where he'd fall kind of guys. Um, yeah. So I think it's not one of those ones where it can hurt just to have a good backup there. But their team. I mean, really has potential. The defense, good line. Um, they got some good people in the secondary. Could use some linebacker help, but I think a lot of people can kind of use that at times. So that yeah. might be where they're they're weak, but maybe won't be their downfall, hopefully. Yeah. But I like the potential here. And uh, my biggest thing to say with Jalen Hurts, if people don't think he's that good, Jalen Hurts is at least good enough that they benched him to guarantee a loss because they know if they kept him in the game, there's a good chance he's winning that game. Yeah. So I'll put it on that. I think he is a winning football player. I think he will work hard for them. And he's got to work hard for his job this year because it's not really guaranteed. So last That's year was being better than Carson Wentz. This year is being a good starting quarterback. And if they show that Devonta Smith, Jalen Hurts tandem is deadly, you can't touch that. You got to just build around it because that is going to be amazing to watch. Yeah. Definitely. 
I completely agree. I I think they just got to get it rolling a little bit, and it'll have a snowball effect. It'll just, they'll just keep going and going and going. I think it's going to yeah. be great if they, they can hit high. that chemistry year one. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Now, Ertz is still there, right? Uh, I mean, I know I they've been trying to trade him, but he's still there as of right now, I think. Because, so. like, I mean, I get the aspect of he don't he wants yeah, to play still... and they're not want to go with him, but he's still a talented player. If you got that, two wide receivers, Miles Sanders is three, Rager and Smith, that's your five offensive weapons. That's five good offensive weapons. Yeah. I mean, Rager's arguably the fifth on that one for, for the depth chart if you had to rank those five guys in importance. So they all have a good role for it. I think Sanders, when he gets going, is dangerous too. So you said when that offense gets going, they're going to be really dangerous. Yeah, absolutely. The football team grew on me. The name, I mean. Washington football team, uh, it grew on me Washington a lot. football team? It grew on me a lot. I like it. I mean, I still hate the fact that they weren't ready to do another name. Even yeah. if that was just a story to protect the name, I don't care. Like, just go and be confident with your name. But Washington football team, I like it. I like how it's simple, but it sounds sophisticated. Um, and I think I like the team a lot now. So I think that also kind of helps drive that home for me. Yeah, I'm I'm becoming uh, I'm becoming a pretty big fan of the football team. Um, and it sucks because. There's another sports team that already picked the perfect name and the Washington Nationals, I think, is the best name for a team out there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean they they were they were fucking uh division champions last year. Which is crazy because nobody saw that coming. And they added a lot of good help to the team this year yeah i mean they could go uh, back to back they could go back to back i mean i have them i also have them as a nine and eight team Uh, i have them tied with the cowboys i just think the cowboys are gonna have you know more division wins but i was i was just thinking that how I have them tied in my mind with the Cowboys as the favorites. The edge, I think, goes to the Cowboys at quarterback. If Dak's healthy all year, no offense to Fitzpatrick, I just like Dak more. Um, I I think the team longer and everything like that. So I think I'd I'd ride with him more. Yeah, I could see either of these teams taking the division and not questioning it one bit. I think that the only reason I have the Cowboys being division champions is because I think that the Eagles are going to be a tougher matchup for Washington than they will be for Dallas. Okay. I can see that. I think it's, I think, I think those Dallas has too much power for them. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. So that's the only reason I have them, uh, as division champions is that I think that, uh, Washington might not get, a win over the Eagles uh, every time. I think that they might go one and one with them. And I think that's going to be the tiebreaker that gives uh, Dallas the division. I can say that that's a very NFC East thing to do also. Yeah, right. I um, Washington has, I think the trio of offensive weapons that might be the most slept on in the league between Gibson McLaurin and Curtis Samuel. 
I think they're all incredibly talented players. I think Gibson, we were just talking about uh, fantasy stuff before this. Gibson's yep. a guy I'm I'm high on going into fantasy. I really like his potential. I think okay. the addition of Samuel and Fitzpatrick makes that offense more sound and then makes him just a more stable running back to help the offense. Uh, so that's something I like. They got a good line there. But those three are really deadly weapons that Absolutely. I don't think are the the shiniest names out there. But they're going to put up numbers. They're going to be successful. I think they're going to have a really good season. And I think Fitzpatrick gets them the ball well. I don't think he's yeah. like the top quarterback in the league. Might not be top 10, top 15, wherever you want to put him. But I think he'll get them all the ball enough, and that offense will be cooking enough to actually get them going where they need to go. Oh, definitely. But I will say, you know, Corn's getting a little stank on his name. He's he's coming he's coming up big now. He is. He's he's gonna be he's gonna be a top ten receiver this year. He'll be a that. top ten receiver this year. I could see top fifteen, but only because Samuel's a top twenty alongside him. Mm, so maybe not fair. the the skill element, but like just the ball share element. Yeah, the sharing. Like Gibson's getting yeah. some. Logan Thomas gets some with Fitzpatrick spreading the ball around. That kind of things maybe could yeah. uh, could mix it up. But yeah, I think McLaurin. The funny thing about McLaurin is I don't know how high they were on him independently, but one of the reasons they drafted him is because when they took Dwayne Haskins, he said, "Go get one of my guys." And McLaurin yeah. was one of his teammates, so they drafted him. And now Haskins is no longer there, obviously. And McLaurin's mm-hmm. arguably the top player for their future on the offense. Yeah. No, he absolutely is. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, there. good line. He's going to be there for a while, hopefully, for them. Uh, I, lo- I love the way that kid plays ball, man. I mean, he's just a... Not not the not the biggest dude. He's not built like Julio Jones, but he plays like he's that size. Yeah. He goes and gets the ball. Like you said, not big. Yeah. Yep. He really knows how to run routes, how to get he's clean. Not big, but plays big. For real. Maybe uh that might be a comp then for uh Rondell Moore. No, 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 Rashad Bateman. Sorry. Rashad Bateman. How I was saying, like he's not a big dude, but he plays big. My comp that kind of thing. My comp for Rashad Bateman from like last before last season was uh, Adam Thielen. Okay, that's another good one. Yeah, that good body control element. Like yeah, it, it, it was like a, his body control and that he was like such a physical player. So that's a good one. That's a really good yeah. one. Um, cost me second round pick. Is he starting left tackle? You think? I think so. I'm not entirely sure. I would probably put him on the interior. Um, I think he is a just slightly undersized to play tackle, to play your blindside tackle. So I might move him to guard. But it's a real toss-up i have no idea what uh their thinking behind him is but i like him as an interior guy i feel lot. like it'll almost be a competition between lucas switzer and cosme the top two guys of that will start and whoever cosme beats out will be where he goes if he does really great at left tackle he'll get the job obviously but if he's 
inside and that guy's not kicking it, maybe that's where they'll go. But I think yeah. that's a good good pick. I liked his value. I think he could have been early second and he fell to the oh, yeah. second half of the second. So I think that's good. Yeah. I think if um, if he like if he puts on some muscle, if he puts on like fifteen pounds of muscle or like ten pounds of muscle, that'll put him somewhere in the three twenty five range. Then I then I would probably put him at uh tackle. Just yeah, to beef him crazy. up a little bit. Yeah. You could probably pull that off. Uh just chase young. I didn't even say anything. Just Chase Young. Chase Young? That was my team name. Oh, it was. <laughs> that was my team that was my fantasy team name. And horrible formatting. <laughs> Cause it cut out the don't. <laughs> oh, it can't. Can't. Oh, that was don't. Well, either way, it cut out the negative part of it and just left Chase Young Girls. It was can't no, chase young girls, but don't the chase first young part- girls. The first my the first part of my team name, so like the city was it might have been don't don't chase and then my actual team name was young girls, so it was don't chase young girls. Oh sorry, so it always came up just young girls. Yeah, so every week someone would be like, I'm playing young girls. That's me. Mm-hmm. Hey, I just beat young girls. Or I got beat by young girls. Yep. Usually it was I just beat young girls. I was fucking Yeah, you didn't have a great last year. year. I was so bad last year. Oh my god. We were just talking about that. I was so bad last year in our league, but I was in two other leagues that I won. Sorry, there were some uh, technical difficulties at this part, but thanks again for listening. A couple more spots on other quarterbacks that everybody's talking about in the draft, or uh, somebody's contract is up you grab somebody else who knows but right now i think they're doing all the right moves yeah definitely and i think best situation Fitzpatrick probably could have landed in i don't think he was really oh, gonna yeah. go to like the pats or something but still just a really good team that was a playoff team and he doesn't really go down in value for their team being there i think he's an improvement but even at his lowest He'll still play well to keep them about where they were last year. So I think yeah. Washington football team, I think it has a little bit of a higher floor than the Cowboys. Um, but the Cowboys, like you said, have the electric offense that just keeps that a yeah. big question mark for which of these two teams will make it. Yeah, absolutely. You know what team won't win the division? <sighs> the team that's in the uh, eternal rebuild. The Giants. I want to see Daniel Jones do well to really kill the thought I've had of I think they're focusing too much on Daniel Jones and have missed their chance on other quarterbacks because he was their guy. But when he doesn't pan out, they're going to realize they traded away the pick for Justin Fields and there's other guys they could have looked at because their team hasn't been good. I want Jones to be good. I want to forget about him running 70 yards and then tripping on his own feet. (laughs) I just... He's just not complete for me. He's just not one of those like really complete guys. I think no, he is a good quarterback. I think he can be middle of the pack, get some stuff done, but be like Andy Dalton. I don't think he'll be the worst quarterback. Andy Dalton made it to the playoffs. It's just, yeah. I don't think he's a top tier guy that's really going to do no. it. And this year, it's going to expose that, or it's going to expose that he just had injury issues and got over them and is great because the team he's got now is going to be amazing. 
yeah. I'm still haunted by the Tooney pick. I think the Kadarius Tooney was a huge reach. I think they had a lot of other things they needed to focus on. Uh especially getting Galladay. I don't think that getting a receiver was the first thing they needed to go after. But yeah, Daniel Jones is a below average quarterback. Right now that could change. But you know, when people start talking about Daniel Jones, nobody's expecting a exciting conversation. It's just eh, you know, hopefully he just doesn't fuck up a handoff to Saquon and that's it. But Honestly. they're I think that they're gonna be sitting at the bottom of this division for at least three, four years. And, you know, just uh, just until everybody on the Eagles offensive line retires. Other than yeah. that, other than that, they're going to be sitting at the bottom. Yeah, I just I'll say this. If Derisaw is off the board, mm-hmm. let's say he went before them. Mm-hmm. Tony bothers me a little less. Because after that, there's not really any of their like definite guys that were out of this world, maybe Quiddy Pay, but Derisaw is a really good tackle. And I think passing up on him when you obviously need anyone on the offensive line. When yeah. Nate Solder's like your best looking guy right now, you need someone. And I think Nate Thomas Solder hasn't been good since 2014. He hasn't. I think Thomas could get a little better. Um yep. Hernandez I liked in the draft, and he just hasn't delivered. I'd like to hope he can do it, maybe even in a different system, but I'm not putting it all in there. Just no one in their line is a good lineman, and I think maybe Thomas Hernandez could help if like they were the worst guy on a good line, and they just had to kind of fill their spot, and they kind of mesh with everyone, how sometimes lines have three good players, two bad ones, but work well together. Yeah. I think maybe, maybe that could look promising, but no one's really good on theirs. I think Solder maybe is average, and it's tough because I know I have the memory of him playing well at some point, but yeah. Darisaw is a really good left tackle, and I thought mm-hmm. he would have gone by like 15-16. So I think that passing on him, I mean, I know the Jaguars and the Packers supposedly really wanted Tony. I yeah. I think the there's a lot of hype there. I love watching his tape, but all it did was remind me of all the college prospects that I've loved watching that didn't make it as much in the NFL. That's Tavon fair. Austin, um, any person from Oregon that was awesome and killed it <laughs> and then didn't really pan out. And I sign in Madden because they have high speed, but they just don't do shit. Um, what was, I just what was his think... name? The running back. Uh, uh, D'Anthony Thomas? D'Anthony Thomas, yes. There was what? another one, too. I forget what, what his an name was. animal. Well, Michael James. There was, there was a ton of them, actually, because I feel like we can name five of them. Um. That's just, I think that was my knock on him is that it made me worry that it was a college mixtape and it might not fully translate. I don't think he's a bad player. I don't really hate him where he went. If receivers went like I thought they would, I thought that if he went 20, it's because some other guys went ahead of him, like Rashad Bateman, like, uh, I mean, I'm looking at the list of the guys. There's other guys I think I would have taken ahead of him because of that worry. Yeah, But even there, I think it was the fact that they already traded down 
So they didn't want to trade down again, and I think they probably could have oh, gotten yeah. a little more and then Easily. taken him a couple picks later. Um, again, I don't think he's bad. I just think the fit isn't there. Galladay, great receiver, clear number one. Saquon, clear top running back when healthy. Yes. Shepard, really good receiver, great in the slot. I don't think Darius Slayton is that bad, and he's the number three. Tony's going to be the number three because Shepard's going to be your slot guy, and Evan Engram is always going to seem like a good tight end, even if he doesn't produce. I'll probably still pick him up on one of my teams in fantasy next year and hate him for it. But yeah, let's... <laughs> it's just one of those things where they didn't need him. Darisaw is a clear, you will start him week one left tackle, and that's what you needed. And Quiddy Pay, same thing, could start for you on the edge. I just... I don't think it was a need pick, but maybe it is. Like you said, they've accepted that they're going to be at the bottom for years to come. And they thought, well, our whole line sucks. What's one tackle going to do? Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I don't really know what the Giants do with their picks sometimes. And I don't think, like I said, don't think he's a bad player. I think Ojalari, really good outside uh, presence for on yeah. defense. I think he's a good player and went later than we thought he would have. Well, I don't think the other guys on their draft board were necessarily bad picks. It's just, I don't think this draft really made their team any better. I think Ojalari made their edge presence better. I think that's good. I think they have a good defense. But the line is terrible, and Daniel Jones is hurt. Like, what are you going to do about that to make it any different? I don't care how good your offensive weapons are if your line can't protect anything like Daniel Jones and Saquon both coming off injuries and you did nothing on your line to protect them. I feel like I just talked for 20 minutes about the giants. And as I was talking, I kept getting more frustrated with what they did and didn't do. (laughs) I could, I could hear it. It was an escalation. (laughs) Well, that's, that's fine. You know what? I think they fucked up in the draft a little bit. I think that this team is going to be in a rebuild for at least three years that's all i really gotta say we let's let's jump let's jump to the other conference let's jump to the afc you just put your arm around me like come on buddy let's go let's go outside let's go let's get some fresh air yeah (laughs) let's go to a new york team that's actually doing it right with the bills buffalo oh they're gonna be so good so excited to watch them this year and i know that i said i'm excited but i am i'm excited they're worthy of it josh allen my mvp candidate stefan diggs oh so happy for diggs i was pumped about that trade and i drafted him on both my teams and i usually never get a guy twice at least in the draft i was like no Everyone is sleeping on him. He's still Stefan Diggs. He is still a great receiver, and he balled out, and I don't think he's slowing down. He's going to be so good this year. He's going to be the top receiver this year. He's going he's gonna to have the most yards this year. Yeah. They, people don't know how to stop him. I think he's just that good at running routes and getting open at catching the ball and after the catch, everything like that. Yep. I don't think he can be stopped. The only reason he can be stopped is when the coaches pull him out in the fourth quarter of the final game of the season or second to last game of the season, and you could have kept him in even though you were dominating and let someone win a championship, but that's not here or there. Yeah. I needed like 50 points from him, and he only got me 38. I can't really complain. Uh, damn. <laughs> but yeah, I just 
I'm so happy to see him do well there. I think it's very rare to see a situation where a guy leaves a team, a rookie joins, and they both ball out, and no one really argues one side won or one side didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just excited to see Buffalo do good because, you know, I've always had a soft spot for them after the, uh, what was it, the E60 came out about the four falls of Buffalo. Yeah. Oh, that was that was rough, but they look to be in top form, man. I think that I think that they're gonna win the division. I think that they're gonna stay winning the division for at least six years. If they can wow. keep if they can keep Allen and Diggs and keep improving, like they brought in Gregory Rousseau this year in the draft. I think that's a phenomenal pickup. Yeah. I would have preferred I would have preferred Jane Phillips because that's my boy, but still a great pickup going to help them on the edge. They got Trey white, who is one of the most underrated corners in the league. They got possibly the best safety duo in the league. Um, God, I just really like this team. Really like this team, man. You're excited. I'm excited. I'm excited, <laughs> man. I'm excited. Excited yeah, for I, the Buffalo Bills. And that makes me about, sound insane. How do you feel about Don't ask me about Mitch Trubisky being there. Don't ask me about No, Mr. no, 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 no. Not not Mitch. He's a good he's a good backup. I'm gonna give him that. He's not a bad. good backup that he is a top forty five, top forty quarterback. And at, at like your backup spot, that's an above average backup. So I'll, I'll give him that. But how yeah. do you feel about their running back situation? Um, I like it, honestly, because um, they have four guys that are pretty good. They got Singletary. They got Wade, who I kind of like. They got Moss, who's good. And they brought in uh, Brita. Is that how you say his name? Kid from San oh, Fran. Matt Brita? I forgot yeah. about that. I'm yeah, big on him. Him. I like him a lot. He's fast. He's a fast motherfucker. That's why I like him. I think he's going to be good there. Um, But I think all of those guys have different strengths. And um, they could literally plug them in anywhere, depending on what play they need and how many yards they need. Um, bringing Christian Wade to be a b- extra blocker. I mean, he's a little dude. He's 5'10", 5'9". I believe he's less than 200 pounds, but the dude is strong. He's a good blocker. Bring him in, do some extra blocking. Matt Breida, get you as many yards as you want. He can catch out of the backfields. I can't say enough good things about the Bills. Does it feel good being 6'5", where you can call a 5'10 dude a little? <laughs> I mean, it, as as somebody who is over six feet, it's not doesn't make me feel good or bad, but for what football is, you know, it's like when someone's like 33 in the league, it's like you're old. Well, I'm only 33. I'm almost 33. So it's not that old. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> yeah, no. But I think the only thing, the 
only thing I wish they had, I wish they had some help for Trey White because it's such a huge drop off between him and their number two. Uh, the hell's his name? Wallace. Levi Wallace. Yes. Yeah. That there's such a huge difference in talents there that if they had somebody else there, if they had somebody who's a little better, or even if they had someone a little older, like a like a Janoris Jenkins, Joe Hayden type of player, you know, one of the older guys, one of the older guys that can still like really produce. Um, even that would be a huge help. Other than that, everything about them I like. Um, I I honestly can't say enough good things about them. Who else is on the team? Matt Milano, love Matt Milano. Great resign. Yep. Um, I uh Dawson Knox is a tight end I love. Um Cole Beasley uh produces well year in, year out. Emmanuel Sanders I love. Um my fa- it was hands down my favorite thing about this team besides Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs is the safety duo of Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde. It's yeah. Poyer, in, Hyde, and White might be the deadliest trio in a secondary. Yeah. If they had one other guy out there, like if they had, imagine if they had signed like Richard Sherman. That's what I was going to say. I was just checking their cap space because I was like, Richard Sherman would be the ultimate guy to go there. He would oh. help the young people. He still knows how to ball. Everybody knows that. He would be I don't there know for if they can fit him. The Legion of Boom 2.0 in Buffalo. Come on. That'd be insane. I don't think Tremaine Edmonds is that bad. I think he can can come up a little bit from that. Milano, yep. great. Uh, yep. Like you said, graft, drafted uh, a great edge. So I think yep. that's a good filler. Uh, Feliciano, I don't think he's the best guard out there, but I'm pretty sure him and Josh Allen have a good relationship. So I like yeah, that I re-signing of it because it wasn't really expensive. Yeah. I think that's good to kind of keep them happy, and that's not that expensive of a price, but there's a good line. Um, I think Beasley, obviously, great slot receiver. Yeah. I wasn't big on him in Dallas. I didn't think he did enough, but he is given the op- opportunity and has balled out. And Gabriel Absolutely. Davis I like a lot as a third. I think he's a good young guy yeah, that has talent to fill that role at three so that he can make some catches when Diggs is covered, Beasley's covered, and you have yep. those options, but... They have nah, Isaiah I'm McKenzie. I'm so excited about the Bills. Right? Yeah. Isaiah McKenzie, that's that's my boy from one of my Madden franchises that I had. That's that's a good slot receiver right there. He's a good route runner. Um that's just like you know, I'm a little biased because I got him to a 93 in two seasons with the <laughs> Patriots. So so I'm a little biased about McKenzie. But I can't say enough good things about them, man. Oh, yeah. Excited. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I hope that Josh Allen stays up there. I don't think he'll get much better. I don't think the offense allows him much more opportunity than what he did. But if he can stay around that, I think yeah. that'll keep them in the hunt for it. And I really, oh, if they could get Sherman, I don't know if they have the cap space. And I don't think he'll take as low of a deal unless he's getting shit offers. If they yeah. can get him, though. That would be insane. I think that would put them to maybe uh, the favorite in the in the whole. Yeah, I think I put them the favorite and get in the Super Bowl on that side. 
Yeah, I got, got I got them. I got them finishing uh, fourteen and three. I could see that. Got I'd probably finishing. go twelve and five or thirteen and four only because of the division. I think they'll lose some weird games here and there to other teams, but yeah. I don't think that's that bad either because I think they're going to be sitting pretty in the playoff situation, so they won't be as worried about that. Like that's a good record, twelve and five or thirteen and four. Yeah. You're not upset with that, so. Either way, yeah. I have them at fourteen the and three as the uh, the team with the third best record. Okay, that works pretty well then. Yeah, yeah, I have the chief. I have the Chiefs and the Bucks uh, with the best records. I can I can see that. That's fair enough. Yeah. And the Chiefs are just so high powered. It's tough to yeah. Call I, got, I got them both um, at fifteen and two. Any other exciting words about them before we move on? No, we like can move. We chance? can move on because I'll sit here and talk about how much I love the Bills all day. <laughs> all right uh dolphins next then you, do dolphins. you love them i don't hate them okay which is good um they look to have made a lot of really competitive moves this offseason which is fantastic great super happy for them is tua gonna be the guy that gets them over the hump you know is gonna really get them over 500 consistently is he gonna be you know a playoff quarterback for them i i'm not sure but they made so many good moves this year um they brought you know they drafted jalen waddle love him the speed demon they also brought in will fuller love that um Jacoby Brissett, I believe, is their backup. Uh, Bernardrick yep. McKinney, um, Justin Coleman, the corner, correct? I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, yeah they signed Coleman. Yeah. Um, they have Alan Hearns, you know, back when he was a stud in Jacksonville. If he can get back to that form, that'd be great. Um, I think they, I think they got a lot of good moves. You know, they they got my boy Jalen Phillips. Love that. Yeah. Um, this is just a. It's looking like a really good competitive team. Oh, Jason McCourty. That's the other guy they brought in. They brought in Jason McCourty. That's actually really good for like a veteran leader. Yeah, a good vet leader. I think that they I think they're set up to have a pretty good season. Um I think they're, you know, obviously going to have some struggles, you know, two is going to be playing with a more capable team. So, he's going to have to step up his game a little bit, but aside from that, I I like the team. I think that they're good. I think they're going to be competitive. I think they have a couple of holes to fill, but they're not sitting where they were two years ago. The more I look at their roster, the yeah. more I hate the Waddle pick. And it's not anything with Jalen Waddle. I love Jalen Waddle. He'll be one of the guys I trade for a draft in Madden next year. Yep. Love his speed. I don't agree with signing Will Fuller and drafting Waddle 
I think this might show that Will Fuller is probably more of a one-year thing unless they can convince him to love it. Or Devontae Parker's not going to come back. Like, one of those two veterans is probably not coming back. But I just... Passing on Suell, I think, is the bigger aspect of it than drafting Waddle for me. I just think that you needed something to help your your line for that. I don't think oh, Tua. Yeah, anybody who passed on Suell made a mistake. Anybody yeah, who passed on Tua mistake. But yeah. I don't know. I would kind of. I I like the Waddle pick. I think it's like you know your quarterback. You know, not exactly proven. Give him as many weapons as you can. Brought in Will Fuller, fantastic. That means that Mike Gusecki doesn't have to be your number one receiving target. Perfect. Then you bring in a a fast-ass rookie. Then you take some pressure off both of those guys. Now you can spread the ball around a little bit. You got Mile Gaskins, uh, who had a good year last year. Um, Let him run the ball a little bit. I think it's more about surrounding him with weapons, which is not bad, but not correct. I would have immediately drafted Sue well if he fell to me. Um, but I also have a weird thing about offensive line. How about this then? Draft Waddle. That stays the uh-huh. same. Trade your fourth uh your second round pick, the fourth pick in the second round, to get Orlando Brown. Oh, I would have absolutely done that. Yeah, I mean than that. Like make a move for a tackle, then I'm guessing because also two is a lefty. So Brown wants to be a blindside blocker, but has experience at right tackle. I think that's actually a really good fit for him. Yeah. He's played left tackle and done well. I'm not saying he can't do that, but trade that pick that's roughly the value of what they were looking for anyway. And you took a safety there at 10. Arguably, Hollander safety would have been available. If not, uh Merrig went at eleven, still would have been available. Richie Grant went at eight. So let's say they wanted Holland and took Grant. I mean, like there still would have been a safety available there instead of taking Eichenberg for Notre Dame. Maybe that's more what I'm saying is like the Giants not doing as much as you should have to help the line. Yeah, probably a mistake. They they took two tackles in the draft, whereas the Giants didn't take any. So they did more than them. It's just one of those things where I think maybe not taking Sewell isn't a big deal. Maybe. You haven't seen enough of him on tape. He can't go to right tackle, whatever might make you worried. But doing something to protect him, because I don't think they have a great line, and I don't think two is going to have as much protection to get things out. Um, these guys, if they want to burn them down the field as fast as they are, it's going to take a little time for them to get there to open up, and that's going to need a good line for it. I just think that's the big glaring hole in their team. I mean, Gaskin is... A good one-year guy, but not proven for the long run. But yeah. running back, you can kind of go after whatever you want. Everywhere else on their team, aside from the line, is at least okay. I mean, I think their defense has a lot of okay to good players that can fill their holes. Um, Phillips, obviously, great edge player, so that's another person to add on. But the line is really bad, and I don't, I don't get why teams are so hesitant to try and build up their line more. Um. Yeah, I just I feel like the price on Brown was pretty good. That they have the money if they want to try and sign him to a long term deal. Like I said, he wants to be a blindside protector, has experience at both sides. I just think they had to do something there and didn't really do enough. But yeah. I think it's like the 
it's probably just like the chase pick. I don't think the guy's bad or doesn't deserve to be taken there. It's just the team didn't do enough to cover their bases where they have a bigger need. I absolutely agree with you. I, I think they could have done a lot more. Um, they just didn't. But that being said, they did do a lot this uh, throughout the whole offseason, not just the draft. But I would have liked to see them go after Brown or somebody like that. You know, you and I always talk about Russell Okun, like we're in love with him. But um guy like that, uh, Villanueva was available at the time as well. You know, there were... There were there were options for them to improve the line, but they just didn't take it necessarily. They just, you know, drafted the kid out of Notre Dame. I like him. I think he's a good pick. Um, but it's not the improvement they needed on the line. Yeah. Maybe they had plans to go after Okun or uh, Lano, who the Bears cut, which I don't really fully get. I think he's a good starting tackle, so maybe... They do still have plans. It's kind of that weighted out part of the offseason. They can get a cheaper deal. But yeah. I think it's I think it's like I said, it's the chase thing. It's it bothers me not anything to do with that guy being a bad pick that they didn't do anything else to justify it to be like, all right, we at least did take care of tackle. That's why we went with here. They still haven't really covered that. Even if they got a tackle in the second round, I don't think that does enough to fix their glaring hole. That is their entire line. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the, the Jawan uh, James is also available. the The kid who just got cut from uh, Denver. Yeah, but isn't he gonna win like miss like the whole year? Uh, I thought he was gonna miss like eight to ten weeks. Okay, I'm yeah, not so good looking long term. That's not that's not bad. But if you could get him to a long term deal, because he's a really good tackle. Yeah. I really like him as a tackle, but he is hurt. Obviously, you know, you have to be spending cap money on someone who's not going to play. But at the same time, once he is healthy, he's going to you're going to have a tackle. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, their team is I'm going to say they're not winning the East this year. And that's a safe call to say they're probably finishing third, maybe fourth if the Jets spark it out like hot streak, but second. Really? Yeah. Over, I have the, I'm assuming the Pats. The Bills are your favorite? Yeah, I have, the, I have the Bills, and then I have the Dolphins. I have the Patriots and Jets winning a combined, like, six or seven games. Damn. Yeah. I think I have the Pats at 4-12, and 12, and I think I have... Uh, no, uh, 4-13, and, four and, 13, and then I have... The Jets at uh, three and fifteen. Wow, I have the Pats higher only because of the total value of the players on their offense. I think amazing offensive line. You know, we'll, we'll get to them, but well, I'm yeah. surprised. I just, I just think the Dolphins, the line is going to bring them down too much, and Tua isn't going to be given enough protection to develop even more. I think he's gotten written off too much as a bust after only one year. I think people look too much at Herbert's success for that when that's not fair. But I don't yeah. think he's going to get the best situation if the line can't protect him. If they somehow play better and they can't protect him, then the weapons are there and he can go off. And maybe they will. I just, looking at that line, I'm not too confident in that. 
That's fair. Let's get to the Jets. All right. So I think we're both confident Jets will be last. Yeah. Okay. That that's a fair enough thing. I think they'll yeah. be an exciting bottom team. With the new baby face in town? Yeah. I think that Zach Wilson, the, the I think TikTok that this... star Zach Wilson. <laughs> uh, I think that this new Zach Efron guy is gonna be great in New York. <laughs> um No, I think he's I think he's gonna be a good quarterback. I think, you know, he has the potential to be like the guy there. He has the he could be like the name that's associated with the Jets, kinda like when you think about, you know, the Ravens, you think about Ray Lewis, when you think about uh when you think about the Steelers, you think about Big Ben. I think he's got like I think he has the potential to do that for this team if they, you know, do right by him, obviously, but yeah, I'm excited to see what that. they do. They got some they got some new guys coming in. They got uh Corey Davis, who I love. Um I think that was a really good pick for them, a really good signing. But I don't know. I just don't see them winning a whole lot of games. I don't either. I think they just have too many holes. I mean, yeah. I d- I, Vera Tucker's a good player, and I think he is worthy of being a first-round pick. But trading what they did for him, which equated to trading Wyatt Davis and Arasaw for him, is always going to give that, that sour taste in my mouth, I think, for him. Yeah. If I didn't know they traded and saw their first three picks were Zach Wilson, Vera Tucker, and Elijah Moore, I think they killed the draft. Yeah. It's just the element of I know what they traded for Vera Tucker, so it really takes away from that. But good job getting a a good player. I wish they hadn't traded and got two people for their line. That would have looked even better for them, and they still would have gotten Elijah Moore to pair with Corey Davis. Um, So I think that would have been really good. Crowder, great in the slot, great line for them. CJ Mosley, hopefully staying happy, uh, happy, <laughs> hopefully staying healthy. I yeah, think both actually. Yeah, I mean, happy too. I hope he's happy as well. But it's just one of those things where I don't know. I don't know what it is. Is it just the fact that I don't think the Jets can string it all together to be successful? Probably. Uh, I'm in the same boat. I think that they have a lot of talent on the team. Uh, I just don't think that they're set up to really win anything. But we also don't know what this new coach is going to do. He might come in and be one of the best coaches we've seen. Uh, Who knows? But right now, this does not look like a team that can be super successful. They have a lot of potential. I, I I think it's just tough to get over the fact that it's the Jets and they've had potential in other times too. Um, yeah. Becton. Love Becton. Great, oh tackle. Um, great tackle. So nothing but good things to say about him. But the rest of the line isn't that great. Vera Tucker will be the second best guy. And then Prime McGovern will be their third. And then they'll have two other guys that are just subpar. Um, I don't believe in Piran that much. Mm. Uh, Michael Carter. I don't think. Holy shit! They drafted two guys named Michael Carter. Yeah, they did. And the second one drafted is named Michael Carter the second. Yep. Oh, that's hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> I'm pretty sure once the other one got drafted, the first one tweeted at him. That's really funny. I think he said. I think he tweeted at him and was like, "What's up, twin?" <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> but 
I mean, their line, really good. And their linebackers, also really good. Cashman and Mosley. Yep. Their secondary, aside from Marcus May, not really. I think that yeah, aspect of really it is, get excited about. I think they'll be lit up when it comes to that. Um, maybe the the front of their defense can get to the quarterback enough to really get there. But I just I don't I think that's what I'm lost at. It's just like I don't really know. I don't want to say they'll be incredible just looking at their potential. Like Corey Davis and Elijah Moore, that's a great tandem of two receivers. Yeah. Uh, Mims Crowder, great guys cleaning it up. Herndon, I don't think he's ever going to be the tight end. We want him to be in fantasy, yeah. but who knows? I just, I, I think it's just wait and see. I think that the Jets will exceed my expectations. I'll say that as a positive note. Okay. I think I'm putting them very far down and looking at how much potential they have. I could see them doing a lot better. Just like I said, with the Bills losing some games in the division, they'll probably pick up a couple extra ones that way and maybe one or two elsewhere. Um, I just, yeah, it's just a big fat question mark. This is going to be a tough one, honestly. Yeah. I'm not that confident they're going to finish last anymore. Really? I'm not saying they're going to win it. Like The Bills are still the top favorite by yeah. a long shot. But I think if things go well for the Jets... And things go bad for the Dolphins, I wouldn't be surprised to see them tying. Okay. And I don't think it much needs to go bad one way or the other for that to happen. Yeah. Because the Jets line is much more promising to me than the Dolphins is. The Jets quarterback in Wilson is more promising to me than Tua is. Yeah. Uh, weapons, close. I think the Dolphins are better, but I don't think the Jets have really bad weapons in that aspect. And then it's just the Jets secondary that really bothers me for their defense, but the front of their defense is nasty. So I think the only thing that makes the Jets lose a lot, aside from a complete collapse, is if they don't want to win a lot of games to help their draft capital for the next year. Yeah. I could see that. Um, I think that... I just think the Jets... I still don't see the Jets doing super well. Uh I think that they are a pretty talented team, but I don't see them like winning a ton of games. I mean, how many wins do you have them getting? Uh, I have them. Hang on. Have them with three wins. I have them. Th- I have them at three and fourteen. I yeah, I'm looking at their schedule right now. They got a pretty tough schedule. They got Giants week one. I think that's a win. Then they play the Packers, Eagles. Um, they play the Panthers, Patriots, Broncos, Titans, Falcons, Patriots, Bengals, Colts, Bills, Dolphins, Texans, Eagles, Saints, Dolphins, Jaguars, Bucks, and Bills. I'll give you four and under wins, and I'll take over four. Okay. Let me write that down. All right. So I got, if they hit five wins. You win. They're going to fucking tie a game. I know it already. (laughs) All right, cool. That's that's the first one we made for here. I forgot about trying to bet you on things in this. But yeah, (laughs) I I, I have a weird feeling about the Jets that I think they're going to be a five-win team. I think they could beat the Panthers. I think they could beat the Giants, 
They could beat the Broncos, the Falcons, the Bengals, the Dolphins, one of the games, maybe. Maybe the Jags. Saints could be a dumpster fire. Who knows? So I, I think I don't I don't think they'll beat the Jaguars. I don't think they'll beat the Jaguars. I have them losing against the Saints. I don't think they will. I'm saying it wouldn't be crazy to see it if Zach Wilson's hot and the other teams are struggling. If like things are clicking, I, it wouldn't surprise me that much. Not that they're a playoff team, but to see them just go crazy behind a young kid and like that team just has a lot of people that want to prove themselves and everything. Yeah. Hold I wouldn't on. be too me, surprised if I win. Let me look something up real quick. Well, like the last time the Jets won five games, <laughs> we were in middle school. No, no, no. <laughs> I have them. I have uh, what's it called? I have them winning week two against the Patriots. Then I have them winning week seven against the Patriots. And then I have them winning against the Colts. Those are the only games I have them winning, I think. And then I have them winning one game against the Eagles. I could, Well, one, I was mistaken with the Giants being the preseason. So that sucks. Yeah. But I think there are eight games. I could see them winning. Not that I favor them. I could see them winning. That gives me the the potential that I'll put it down for five. Okay. All Mostly because right. I want to just go with this gut feeling of them having the potential to be not awful. Hey, ride it out, brother. So I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with it on that one. All right. Uh, let's bounce over to the Patriots. All right. And we'll the wrap East. it up with the Pats. So what do you have the Pats at? I have the Patriots at four and 13. Wow. I'm going to have to make a bet with you on that one. I would love to see them do well, obviously. I would love for them to be above 500. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. I don't know what Cam Newton is going to show up this year. I really don't. Um, We could see, we could honestly see MVP Cam. I talked about this a couple uh, a couple months ago with some people. Um, If done right, and if everybody is on board with the Patriot way, Cam could have an MVP season. He really could. He has the potential to have an MVP season. I stand by that. But on the other hand, I don't know. I'm not sure. They did a lot this offseason. This is the best offseason that they've had. But, you know, one thing still hasn't changed, and that's they don't have Tom Brady. And I don't see them doing super well right now and i you know you know how i feel about uh mac jones i don't love that pick i just don't it's not that i don't like that they took a first round quarterback i don't love that you know alabama quarterbacks kind of suck in the nfl they do because a guy that you and i have talked about who was great in college that we both like aj mccarron phenomenal in college absolute dumpster fire in the league uh he was always the top of the trade rumors though that's pretty good Not i guess <laughs> uh i don't like i've said i like where mac was taken i like the potential of it and that he can sit behind cam and if cam does well does great we won't we probably won't see mac the first year you know i don't think belichick feels the same pressure as other people to start a rookie quarterback yeah, if you don't have to. So I like that aspect. It's just looking at this team. I think the team's too good to deny. I think the line is incredible. 
top the line five is line great. Play. They always have a great line. They the two tight end sets. They did lose uh, Tooney this year though, which I which I'm upset about. That sucks, but price wise, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I just I think he would have been too expensive to keep, especially with the Pats. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's their way necessarily, but the line's great. The two tight ends, I love that element of it. I think that's going to be a lot of fun just I to watch how that. Plays absolutely out. love it, but knowing what I do know about Hunter Henry, there's a good chance he's going to get hurt in Week Three, and we won't see him again until Week Fifteen. But he's not the main tight end now. He's, he's one not. Of two tight John, ends. Smith is there. Uh, I'm curious to see how well he does. I mean, it honestly, it wouldn't be the first time that someone had one really good year, and then the Patriots signed him, and then he was absolute garbage. If you I don't, if you don't know who I'm referring to, I'm talking about Albert Hainsworth. <laughs> Do you I, remember Albert Hainsworth? I do. I do remember Albert Hainsworth. I don't think he's an Albert Hainsworth. I think Hainsworth is a very big dude that got his money and was lazy. I think Smith is younger and wants to be a bigger thing. The thing with Smith is, if he was the only one we signed, it would bother me a lot more. I don't think he's a top tight end that does everything. Yeah. He wasn't in all the, pa- uh, all the run-blocking situations in Tennessee. He did well he didn't do amazingly he did well i think same with hunter henry they never had like a standout season but i think as the duo it's exciting because they can block in situations or go out um and it can help disguise some packages if cam's the guy back there doing some options whatnot um i so i like them both as that they're not like the main guy i think that'll make it tougher for defenses to key on who we're gonna pass to when we're gonna spread it out like that um aguilar really like aguilar uh, I I liked him a lot when he was coming out of the draft, and even when he was sucking in Philly, I was really just holding hope on him because I just thought he could be good. Yeah. And I mean, again, I was saying this in the draft. I think he'd be a better number two. I think if he dropped down, if Bourne dropped down, if all the guys dropped down a little bit on the depth chart, I don't think they'd look as bad of signings. I think I'd be really excited for them. Yeah. But I and I don't think Aguilar's not really the number one either. I think he's just kind of one of the weapons in a system where it just happens to work kind of like Philly, like we were talking about where it's just kind of, there's all good guys that can do things. I just think it's a bill Belichick mindset. He's building a team, how he wants to run a new way and how to, how to scheme things a certain way. And I think that's going to be successful, not top of the division. I think they might compete with the bills. I think if cam gets a, a full, like full season, off season to look at the playbook, learn it. And if he can get everything together, I think he could do a really good job if he's healthy. Yeah. And I think Mac is a good quarterback prospect. I think he's got a lot of potential in different ways that hopefully this is the right system for him. I don't think he's as slow as everyone thinks. He was practically the same 40 times Baker and Baker was uh, applauded for his mobility. So I think that's, but he also used his mobility. Mac Jones doesn't. That's why I'm not sure how well the pick is going to work out because he's sitting because he's going to be learning behind somebody who doesn't play the way he plays. Oh, yeah. Mac's going to be the next Cam Newton. I think Mac Jones would have been great behind Kirk Cousins, Phillip Rivers. Um, Who else is in the league that I really hate? (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, Roethlisberger? Roethlisberger. Yep. Perfect. Uh, I think behind those, Jimmy G, even. I think behind those guys, I think Mac Jones can be successful. I don't think he'll, I don't think he'll learn a whole lot uh, from somebody who runs. I don't think he'll learn behind Cam, Russell, Watson, uh, Mahomes, Jackson. I don't think he can learn anything from those guys. I don't think he'll necessarily need to learn those aspects. I think his learning will more be McDaniel's and Belichick. Like Newton will give him what it's like to be a quarterback in the NFL, yeah. and he'll just kind of work on his timing and work on everything in that time. And he'll be he'll be the system quarterback that goes in against our defense in practice, which I think will be really valuable for him. That's where people always bragged about uh, Garoppolo. Yeah, but I think that's going to be a good situation to learn in against a really good defense, and that's where he'll get his reps and really learn everything. Um, but I'm not. I'm looking pretty good with this team. I liked a lot of their signings. I think. Would you say you have Matt for wins? Uh, four and thirteen. I'll take six and up. Okay. All right. Do you know that the Patriots have three kickers on their roster? Hell yeah, man! We're going wildcat with kickers. Well, one of well, one of those kickers is Roberto Aguayo. So I don't know. I wish he could be good. I feel bad for him. It's not his fault that he sucked in the NFL. Well, was that is kind of his fault. History. It's kind of his fault. Fine. He didn't intentionally do it. Is that a better way to put it? It probably is his fault. But... He didn't try to suck. He just did suck. Like, it's not like he was like, oh, I'm a superstar and like went out drinking all the time and didn't take it seriously. I think it was just the fact that like kicking was one Johnny of the Manziel? toughest. Are we talking about Johnny <laughs> football right now? Wasn't, but it could be. But I think kicking in the NFL is one of the toughest. Even in sports, a kicker is one of the toughest positions to have because you're so heavily scrutinized for it. Yeah. If you miss a wide open pass as a quarterback, people are pissed, but for like max a minute. If you miss a kick, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, like you're you're going down for it. You can lose your job from one missed kick. So that's yeah, that's more the the sympathy for him. I remember anything. watching, I believe it was 2011. It was the conference championship game. It was the Ravens and the Patriots. The winner goes on to play the Giants in the Super Bowl. If the Patriots won, they were going to go back to the Super Bowl against the Giants again to potentially get redemption. And I remember that the Ravens kicker, can't remember who the fuck it was, but they missed the kick by like half of a foot. And that was the end of their career. Everyone fucking hated them after that. When I say his name, you're going to be like, oh, fuck, that's his name. Hold on. Billy Cundiff. Oh, I'm sorry. Billy <laughs> ah, <damn it>. Yes, <laughs> that damn delay. Billy Cudniff. Yes. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah, like that. That sucks. You were a playoff yeah. kicker. Yeah. Fucking Ray Finkel. Ray Ray Finkel. <laughs> she is Ray Finkel. Finkel's I know Niners Finkel. <laughs> what a sports nut, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's such a weird funny movie i need to watch that again there's a, there's our random movie quote we got it in just in the yeah, end yeah, right at the end right at the <laughs> end. god do you have any potential bets i feel like i've been seeking them out more so when you're like making a claim about teams and i think that they're better i, I seek that so i can have bragging rights you know what i don't 
I can't think of any right now. I don't know. Um. All right. Here, uh, I got a I got a Patriots one for you. I got a Patriots one for you. Um. I don't think Hunter Henry or Jonu Smith. I don't think either of them will finish in the top ten for tight ends. Like fantasy wise. Fantasy wise. Sorry, but I don't either. <laughs> I mean, I, I completely agree with you. I think the the splitting of the load and just the element of things at this yeah. offense. I'm trying to think of the team. So like Andrews, Kittle, Pitts, Kelsey, Waller. That's already five there. Uh Hawkinson. Gasecki. Gasecki. Uh Gronk. Maybe I do. Gronk. I'm not even confident in Gronk's one. So you're saying neither will be a top 10 tight end? Neither will be a top 10 tight end. Yeah, fuck it. I'll take it. Bet. I think after six or seven, it's just kind of a crapshoot. And you're giving me two guys? I think it's going to be whoever's hot this year. It's going to be like Mo Alley Cox for, uh, who is it, Indy? I think he'll end up, he's going to be like a random dude that's in there. Yeah, like one of those randoms. I had had other guys, too. Fuck, I had others too that I was pretty, Noah Fant. pretty big on. Don't forget about Noah Fant. Fant, Goddard. Yep. Uh, Hooper. Fuck, maybe I'll take this back. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm good with it because I think I'm going to win the other two. That's I'll fair. give you one to win. And I like, I yeah. still like my odds because, like you said, what if Henry gets hurt and Smith goes off? Yeah. It's, it's not that tough to get into the top 10 for tight end production in fantasy. I think they don't really have a wide receiver to really compete with. Someone's got to get the touchdowns, and either Mac Jones or Cam Newton could throw to them. Yeah. So I think I think there's a, a friendly enough situation there. I'm okay with that idea. So I'll take that either Jonu Smith or Hunter Henry will be a top 10 uh, fantasy tight end in the 2021 NFL season. Well, that's going to be it. That's it. <laughs> we got our movie quote. We got our bets. We covered... The East teams got net. We're gonna finish it off with the West teams later on this week. Bing, bang, boom! It's another GMs for Hire episode in the books. Hell yeah! And I'm five and zero on bets. We'll see what happens. We've done five, right? And I'm gonna win all of them. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. You think you, you think you're so smart? What do you think you're the rain man of sports betting? I think not.